0: list of things we did today that <laughs> we built fire <laughs> that uh before you even get started there's an argument as you'll have with myself in mm-hmm. my head do you call yourself an influencer or a content creator content
1: creator yeah
0: mm-hmm. what do you think is the difference according to you well actually
1: don't, i don't feel like there's that much of a difference mm-hmm. the only difference i mean i'm still both because mm-hmm. you're still influencing, influencing. people yeah I mean, yeah but the actual core of what I do is literally creating content. Like you're shooting, you're editing, like yeah. there's a lot of work that's actually put behind what, you, what it is that you do. Yeah. Um, somebody who just simply takes a selfie and posts, it can also still be considered an influencer, but they're not so much a content a creator. Content. That's what
0: I normally say. Like yeah. everyone can be an everyone influencer. Because how many times do you see your friend posting? Oh, I went to this place and it looks cute. And, and I took a selfie. Went.
1: Yeah. Exactly, you're like, you influenced me to go, but not everyone's a content content creator. creator.
0: Thank you. Okay, so before we can get into the questions, Mm. I think we can start by you reading your letter. What to myself? Yes.
1: (laughs) My dear, sweet, young Joy, this is you, older you to be specific. I am currently 33 years old. As you read this in your very young and ripe age of 21, this is around the time that you will start a hobby that will accidentally turn into a career. Just before your 22nd birthday, you will start a fashion blog, a hobby where you mainly post photos of your fashion journey, weekly and daily lookbooks, sharing your personal style and sharing with your very small following how to shop on a budget, to Toy Market, Ngara, and so much more. You will enjoy every aspect of this, but I feel like you need to know a few things as you grow in the industry. One. As you start this journey, being a fashion blogger, what you do will be looked down upon by many in the traditional media industry. Two, your family, friends, and general people around you will not understand what you are doing and how it will benefit you in your life long term. Three, as the industry grows and your following grows, you will second guess yourself a lot. You will get your first taste of hate from people you don't know and have never met and it will affect you. And that's okay, you are human. Four, as your blogging slash content creation work slowly begins to be looked at as a great avenue for advertisers, you will go for years before getting your first legitimate work as your peers get job after job after job. And this will break you many times. You will cry yourself to sleep many nights. You will be extremely hard on yourself. You will compare yourself to others. And when this happens, you will lose yourself a little bit five. Multiple legitimate companies and agencies will take advantage of you. They will steal your ideas, your money, and you'll be asked to work for free in hopes, in their words, having a paying job in the future, which will never happen by the way, specifically with three huge brands. You will have many moments where you are working hard, shooting, editing, posting content every single day, and you will have 500 shillings under your name. And this will happen many, many times, no matter how hard you work. But with all these hard times, the one thing I can tell you is you will learn from it all. This will teach you patience. This will teach you discipline. This will help you grow and you will be successful. You will eventually turn this hobby into a full-time job that you live on. Now, I want to tell you what I have learned in these 10 years that could make this process so much easier for you. Number one, do not give up, which I'm happy to tell you, you never did. Two, learn to do everything yourself, photography, editing, video shooting, management, everything, which you eventually did. Three, teach yourself about passive income and it will help you in the beginning. You kind of learned that later in life, but you know, better late than never. Four, when you start making money, save, save, save. The club is not going anywhere. And while you save your money, have a solid financial plan. You eventually figure this out later in life, but I kinda wish that you figured it out a lot earlier. Five, there will be one brand that will hit you up. The pay is not gonna be that good and you will consider not taking it, but do it. This one job will completely change your life. Six, Stick to your authentic self. There will be people who you look up to who will tell you to change yourself and to fake your brand to be more luxury. But don't do it. Seven, don't be scared to shave your head. It will be the best thing that ever happened to you in your career. Oh, and just as a heads up, random men will message you and tell you that they hate the shaved look and that you look disgusting and that you look like a man. But forget them. They are stupid because you can kill a bald look. 8. Start wearing sunscreen. I know you can't afford it in your 20s because you is broke, broke, but get some. Even borrow money from your mom if you got it. Sunscreen is everything. 9. Just as a side note, learn to love every single inch of your body. You are gorgeous. I can tell you this as the 30-something version of you, you will look back at images of yourself that you hated and you will see yourself with much kinder eyes. Your stretch marks are not disgusting. Your cellulite, girl, please, not a big deal. And your big old Kenyan forehead is stunning. More canvas to apply makeup on. No need to wear makeup every single time you leave the house. You're beautiful with or without makeup. And 10, genuine side note, this has absolutely nothing to do with your career, but super important. At the age of 27, you will get a birth control called the IUD. Do not do it. You will have very painful 10 months because your body will reject it. And your gynecologist at that time, who is a man, just saying, will not listen to you for 10 months. Also switch your gynecologist. He sucked. He was the worst. You will eventually get a new gynecologist who will tell you what actually happened and you will take it out. Just thought you should know that
0: okay so you start the letter with my sweet joy yes. and it's so endearing I don't think we've had anyone else who has started their letter like that. And it also sounds like, my God, 21-year-old Jay was really going through it. It's Vibes. like, come here. It was so come, hard. Come
1: like, here I was just like, babe, you, imagine you'll make it. Like, It'll get better, exactly.
0: That's, yeah. how, that's how it felt when I was reading my speech. Yeah. like, come, come, come. Yeah. Okay, so now for blogging. Yeah. For the Gen Zs who have come in when, you know, no one writes anything Vibes. anymore, <laughs> mm-hmm. what, what is blogging?
1: So, mm-hmm. years ago,
0: let me tell you a story.
1: 10 something 12 years ago
0: yeah.
1: um instagram did not exist so it was mainly facebook but outside of that a lot of people used to do a lot of blogging mm-hmm. so i started a blog where you just post photos it was basically a, a website so you just post photos every single day or every other day and you just talk about your story whatever it is so mm-hmm. some people would do fashion i did mainly fashion how to shop um, things like that. Other people would do travel blogs where they show their photos and you tell a story. Uh-huh. So you have to, you have to write. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So I remember the first time when I like interacted with a blog. Mm. I was in high school. That is class of 2013, total 2013. So old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was 2013. And I remember someone came to class and I was like, Oh my God, there's this new uh, girl. She's posting stuff on her blog. Let me show you guys and that was the first time. The introduction I, to blogs. Yeah, that Woo! was the first time. like since then, I would now look for other people like, yeah. doing blogs. Yeah. And it was so interesting. So for you, what made you like, make that into a hobby?
1: Uh, I just was following other bloggers internationally. I just loved like, the fashion aspect of just showing... Just your your lookbooks, your mm-hmm. daily lookbooks. But um, I was mainly focusing on the aspect of, because I, I was broke. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, at that time, I just moved back to Kenya. So uh, I didn't have any money. So I used to have to shop in Gekomba, Toy Market, things like that, you know, shopping on a budget. And basically, yeah. just uh, showing guys how I'm able to do that, get like amazing looks, but, you know, 20 bob, 30 bob, 100 bob. Think, like that's how it just started just as a, just to share. Yeah. Because why not?
0: Okay, so yeah. what made you feel at that time that traditional media were not really respecting the blogging thing?
1: It was just small things. Like when we first started blogging, a lot of us would be invited to events. And mm-hmm. of course, at the time, we were never being paid. It was 100% free. But yeah. then um, as soon as you speak to somebody who would like work in a newspaper and you tell them what they, like what you do, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm a blogger. And immediately they're like,
0: oh, political, da-da-da. Uh, no. Nah. Oh, so it would Fashion. be like gossip.
1: Like, not necessarily in gossip, like, just the traditional media. So, like, guys who work for the newspapers would be at the same thing. So ah. when they ask you questions, they just be like, oh, so you do politics in your blog? Because, I mean, we did have political bloggers, yeah. so that's what they were expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you're just like, no, fascia. <laughs> like, what it... I, I post my outfit,
0: yeah. and then I tell guys, my outfit. <laughs> and then
1: immediately they just say,
0: "Oh." Yeah. So basically it's the same reaction we get now when you hear a content creator influencer. Yeah. Like, oh. "Oh." Yeah. Okay, do you think they respect it now? I don't know. I've never asked you them. Don't I don't I don't care. No, I think they do. Cause I think they do, but also dying. if they don't.
1: I also don't <laughs> care. I'm fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And let me take you back to when you got your first hate comment mm-hmm. online.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was it on the blog or it's after you had moved uh, into video?
1: It was, no, not video, it was when we moved into social media.
0: Social media. Because uh-huh.
1: then more eyes could see it. Because also, blogs, people would go out of their way to find you. So mm-hmm. there was no, like, if they didn't like you there's no reason for them to first of all to get the internet the, uh, go yeah. all the way to your website and then leave a hey comment mm-hmm. majority of the time it was um, social media social media. yeah so I just remember um, I those are the days when we used to put up quotes and somebody just said like the mean I can't remember what it was but I remember just being like it's not even about what you think it's about like <laughs> talking about something else and it was just so mean yeah. and, uh, it was it was just unnecessary
0: how did it make you feel at the time Oh,
1: horrible! Yeah. I mean, of course, when you know, when you're young, you just your your feelings are like an egg. You yeah. know, you're just like you like you're this close to cracking every single time. If somebody mm-hmm. says something mean, and I feel like a lot of people don't usually tend to understand. Like, there's a huge difference between constructive criticism and just being mean, just to be mean. Because I, I like constructive criticism. Like, yeah. if you give me something constructive, I'm just like, thank you. Let me grow. Let me mm-hmm. build with that. But then some some people would just be like, you look fat. Okay, what?
0: And then, what was the point? <laughs> yeah,
1: do you feel better? Type yeah. of thing. I think yeah. these
0: days also a lot of people hide meanness behind constructive criticism uh, or honesty. Yeah, or my opinion, mm-hmm. and it's it's truly very unnecessary. And people
1: forget that they're human beings, exactly. actually attached to that. Yeah. And
0: also, you wouldn't say these things to someone to in face. person exactly. because you know it's mean. Yeah. So why are you so comfortable typing it? I mean, it's a bit ridiculous i can remember though when i got my first hate comment mm-hmm. um it was on youtube mm-hmm. and for me at that time because there was always uh, you've not made it until you know you have your first hater so i was waiting for my first hate comment so when i saw it i was like we're doing something Who said now. that you've not made it until you have a hater
1: i don't want that I imagine no. i'm
0: okay at that time i was like yes after that somebody off after that i was like listen it's enough it's enough it's enough it's enough like it doesn't feel as yes anymore it's Mm -hmm. like ow. it's very personal (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) um now you mentioned that your family and friends at the time didn't really understand what you're doing do you think they understand it now
1: no 100 percent. but also um at that time i had a larger group of friends so most of my friends now are all in the creative field so Mm. everybody is very like all in the same whatsapp group um, with my family, my mom has always been very supportive of it. The only thing that she literally only said was, I don't mind you doing this, but as soon as your grades start to plummet, yeah. you're done. That's my only rule. Um, she, but the issue is that she just didn't understand. And then when like trying to explain it to friends, she's just like, I don't know. She just, <laughs> she recuts pictures of herself. Yeah. And what's she going to do with it? She just recuts <laughs> pictures of herself. That's all she does. I don't know. But I mean, it was just more of just, they just didn't understand what it was because also before Instagram, like it just didn't make sense. Yeah, Yeah.
0: the funniest thing happened to me like literally just the other day, Mm -hmm. I was babysitting my godchild and she was like, oh my God, you have so many lipsticks. Do you buy all of them? And I was like, no, my job sometimes sends me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize it, but she probably went home and she kept on thinking about it because a couple of hours later, the mom calls me and is like, Milan wants to talk to you. She has a question. I'm like, okay. Like, Auntie Maxine, what's your job? <laughs> oh, because she's like, does she work in a makeup yeah. company? Yeah. And I was like, ha, even me myself, I don't know how to start explaining <laughs> to a five year old what oh, yeah. my job is. And oh, I've, I've learned the easiest thing yeah. is always tell them, have you ever been on Instagram? Yeah. Do you know Kylie Jenner? Yeah like that like
1: that then they're like oh always get that yeah
0: i just told her well i make videos and then big companies use those videos to sell their things no a five-year-old is not gonna (laughs) understand
1: that just say you know kylie jenner yeah and i like that
0: she was just like oh okay auntie bye (laughs) you should have
1: told her kylie jenner
0: (laughs) (laughs) so now transitioning from the blogging to taking videos Mm -hmm. how how was the switch like um
1: It wasn't easy. I mean, also it took me a very long time to even start getting into the video aspect. Mm -hmm. I think I fought it for so long because I was so used to like, you know, take a photo and you're done kind of thing. Um, It took me a while to get to that level of being comfortable to do YouTube. And also YouTube is long format content. It's anywhere between like 20 to 30 minutes to 45. Like That's a level of content that like, if you're so used to doing short form, Mm -hmm. it takes a while for your brain to be able to understand how to even do it. Yeah. Um, The beginning part was very, very hard. I feel like, for me, I kind of, when we started moving to short, back to short form, especially with social media and mm-hmm. things like that and reels and TikToks TikTok, and, like that became a lot easier for me because we can just finish a quick thing in less than 15 <laughs> seconds and we're just like, done, <laughs> you're yeah. welcome type of thing yeah but it was it was very hard for me in the beginning
0: how did you learn did you do everything for yourself from yeah. the filming editing yeah you just learned you know you just figure it out yeah and you just
1: move I started <laughs> off with a really tiny um, old camera that my sister had in college that she broke mm-hmm. I mean it still worked you just couldn't see the screen <laughs> so I just have to guess that I'm in the yeah. shot and like make sure that like I don't know we hope we hope it worked um, the quality was horrible and just over time, I slowly started to save up money, started getting equipment, uh, YouTubing, how to edit, yeah. um, how to shoot good quality, all those things. But yeah,
0: I just figured it and out. And just constantly improved from there. Exactly. And <laughs>
1: the only way to improve is just, you mess up and you just grow from yeah. it, yeah.
0: Um, so at what point did you realize, hold up, people are actually making money out of this?
1: Oh, when everybody else was making money but me. <laughs> 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 That's when I realized. <laughs> forever. I was just like, I remember the first one was, I mean, out, like in Kenya, I mean, we, we could see it outside, yeah. guys were making money, of course, when they do brand sponsorships and things like that. But in Kenya, I think, what I first saw the potential was um, Nancy Moy. at the time. Mm-hmm. We were we all, like, it was me, Nancy, Nancy Moi, um, Sharon, she had, uh, This Is Us. Yeah. Uh, and Sylvia and Joki. So we were all started at around the same time. Mm-hmm. So I think it was when Nancy got uh, a job or something where she got to travel to like Germany mm-hmm. for something fashiony, then i was just like wait hold up hold up hold i do fashion what about Nova? we can go places <laughs> <Let's start there." laughs> then um as i was seeing sharon doing brand partnerships yeah. and sponsorships and i think she was like the face of samsung then i was just like oh wait, i remember I that. Ju- y'all just pay me once
0: i swear yeah. i just want to be paid once that.
1: so that's when i started seeing that there's potential in it mm-hmm. and but then i just didn't understand why i was not getting the same Opportunity. So I couldn't figure out what, what my issue was, like what I was doing wrong. Yeah. So
0: now when you look back at it, that you're now you know seasoned, mm-hmm. what do you think you are doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Or, is it, or is it just one of those things where it was not at your time? I,
1: one, I don't feel like it was my time. And I'm actually gl- I mean, of course, you know, hindsight is 20. <laughs> <Yeah>. But now <laughs> I realized, first of all, I was not ready yeah. at all. Um, I didn't even know what a rate card was. I literally sent a card with my rate on it.
0: Just one rate. Babe. (laughs) Like, this is what I get. This is what you
1: get. (laughs) I was just like, (laughs) sit a card with a rate. I don't (laughs) know. Um, There was that aspect. I didn't really know. I was also, I was not approaching any brands. Mm -hmm. And then, like, of course, now I'm just like if people don't know you exist, how do you expect to get jobs? Yeah. So after a while, I started realizing like, in order for me to start getting jobs, I need to go out of my way and look for these clients, pitch to them, send out proposals, learn what a rate card is and do <laughs> it right Yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So that was like my biggest thing. I just wasn't putting myself out there to the people to know, like the people who need to know me to know that I exist. Yeah. yeah.
0: So in your letter, you mentioned crying yourself to sleep at night. And for me, that sounds painful (laughs) like not even emotionally yeah it really it really cannot yeah so let me take you back to that time Mm -hmm. what 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 was going on everything
1: (laughs) Um, I mean of course like just personal things you're also going through your quarter-life crisis it's like what am I doing with my life Mm -hmm. Um, but also I think my, my biggest issue at that time was just knowing how much work I was putting in at that time I was blogging three to four times a week, Mm -hmm. shooting every single day. Of course, you also have to do Instagram, uh, Facebook, videos. Like I was working seven days a week and and not making anything. seeing the
0: results.
1: And having to also explain it to your your family, being like, I swear it's going to turn to something. Mm -hmm. Just give me a little bit more time. Let me Mm -hmm. keep trying. Um, Yeah, just seeing basically you working for years and not seeing any fruits of any labor coming to you yeah yeah it was very disheartening
0: what was one day where you really just felt defeated and you were like if there's a day i'm going to quit it's today
1: oh it was when a brand basically took money from me Mm -hmm. in the sense they hired me for a gig again i was doing things for free so they offered me 5k so i was just like it's money so
0: yeah. I did it for
1: zero what's five thousand um so I did it the requirements like they were asking for a lot a lot of deliverables but then of course I kept on promising like this is just next the first time. next time I swear we'll give you better mm-hmm. budgets da, 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 da. so I said cool then they hit me up again a month later and they're like we want to do it again but we still have the same rate and I was just like no I can't do it yeah like I
0: honestly I know myself
1: enough to where I'm just like I know that I'm being taken advantage of so I it's I'll bow out so we went to an event and they happened to be there and we met the boss the people who hired that agency mm-hmm. so they're just like yo we really like what you did why didn't you want to work with us this month and i was just like you guys were paying me like nothing next to nothing and asking me for a lot and they're like i'm, I'm sorry what why are you acting yeah. like our money was like so nothing and i was just like you guys were paying me five thousand they're like i'm sorry what do you mean 5, Oh no and i was like yeah you guys were paying me five thousand they're like no what we agreed with the agency was 95,000. And then I was like,
0: Oh my God. And those
1: were days before, like of course when when we first started off, contracts were not so much a thing. Also I didn't know any better. So after I found that out, they fired them. The age, okay. They also the agency also doesn't exist anymore. That's also <laughs> neither here nor there. Yeah. But yeah, that was when I was just like, I I hate this industry. Like I hate yeah. it and just because of those little details.
0: Even imagining the struggles that you've gone yeah. through. Yeah. I would have made a, like almost a hundred k Yeah. Even maybe you'd have made better content Vibes. at that time. No, I was given them the same because it was still
1: really good. No, it was <laughs> yeah. really good. Like I did. I did not give them like half work. Mm-hmm. I did really yeah. good work. Okay.
0: Yeah. And. Who was supporting you at that time? What do you mean? Like financially? Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I, I was working, like I used to do like little side hustles. So uh, I started getting into production. Mm-hmm. Um, then I, lo- I learned how to do scripting. Mm-hmm. So I started writing scripts for some movies here and there, some TV shows here and there to basically give, so I can at least make some money yeah. so I can be able to survive. But the only issue was, just, you know, those jobs come in here and there. So it's like, you'll get a job here and then you don't get, Another script writing thing for like a long yeah. period of time,
0: yeah. So, when you have 500 Bob between mm-hmm. you and poverty, mm-hmm. and you're still editing, filming, apart from wait, were you still using the camera from your sister?
1: No, at that time, I was able to do like my, I was able to save up and buy my new camera, mm-hmm. like a newer camera, yeah. So, I was using now like the 5D
0: and editing and everything. What were you using at my that laptop. time? just whatever you had that you were using for work and it was working yeah
1: yeah it was also like I I just saved up so every single time Mm -hmm. I'd get like a job I also used to do like random commercials so if I did like a Colgate here but also again that's like once a year so you save up you still save up then you buy a camera then you save up again then you buy a laptop but also for me I never bought anything new so all my Ah. equipment like this year was the first time in my entire life I've ever bought Mm -hmm. a new laptop
0: like out of this dope vibes I was just like (laughs) Hey, hey. It's out of a box, <laughs> and the box had paper. Did you do an unboxing? Cause I would. Oh have. no, I unboxed <laughs> myself in yeah. my house. I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you like that, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I love it
1: that's a that's a huge hack by the way when you're starting off buy things used Used. please don't 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 go broke
0: (laughs) so now this brand comes Mm -hmm. after a while they're Mm -hmm. not offering you that much money Mm -hmm. but you take the job and it turns out to be great Mm -hmm. what what was the brand oh
1: okay so (laughs) high design yeah. So they made me the face of high de- uh, for their um, Kenyan collection. So they mm-hmm. came to Kenya. They got inspired. So they created a whole bag collection. They made me the face of that, and mm-hmm. that be- was completely by accident because yeah. they sent a bunch of influencers, including myself, bags. And I just had to just take a quick little photo. Like it was very like to the aesthetic, mm-hmm. and they loved it. And they're like, "Oh my god, that." We didn't know like that- because we've been looking for a face, and we want you to be the face of this specific collection. I was like, "Yay!" They paid very little. Yeah. But then I was just like, okay. I didn't like, at first I was just like, okay, know oh, your worth, but also whom you, you think you're Naomi Campbell, please know yourself. So yeah. I was just like, let me just take it. And then let's see where it takes me. Cause it might give me better contacts in the future. Um, my portfolio is going to look a lot stronger. So I did it to just strengthen my brand. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I did it, literally, um, as soon as the collection came out and the photos came out and then I was in Vogue, I was in Cosmo, I was in Elle. Uh, I was in basically all major um, oh. magazines. Like, oh, oh, no, I wasn't in Vogue, but I was in all the rest for like a year. And That'd literally cool. as soon as the first one came out in the magazine, jobs literally just started coming in. I, yeah. don't know if, like, I don't know if it's like a weird mentality of like, oh, if international people want her, she must be somebody. I don't yeah. know what that mentality is. <laughs> but as soon as the first collection came out and the first photos came out, <laughs> Literally, jobs just...
0: That is streaming in.
1: Yeah. And to this day, I always call them every single year. I'm like, again, seriously, you guys have changed my life. I don't know if you know this, but I love you guys. And I buy bags from them still just because I'm like, I'm going to support you all forever.
0: (laughs) So essentially, I mean, it wasn't for free, but it was for almost free. Yeah. You doing Um, the work you are doing versus what you are being paid. What do you mean? Like when, like blogging? No, no, no. Content creation? For the face of the... High style? Thing. Oh, high design. High yes, design. high design. Like it, was, like it was okay money but yeah. it wasn't good
1: money but like so. it, it, it changed my life so to this day I will never… Yeah. I love them.
0: So for like now, much later on, mm-hmm. would you take a job for free? No. No? No, 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 no. Now? <laughs> Under no circumstances? Now? Yeah, now? Now? <laughs> now. I really post for free, why am I doing what for free? <laughs>
1: no 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 if you like if somebody asks me like if you just send me a product and i genuinely like it Mm -hmm. i'll share it you'll share it that's not work to me that's just what i do i just Mm -hmm. share information even when i buy stuff i'll still share the information there's no Mm -hmm. need there's no need for me to hoard information um but if somebody comes to me and being like yo i'm gonna send you some lipstick and I expect and these mini thing. posts. I need this video. I'm like, ah, uh-uh, ah, vibes. You yeah. get what you get when you get it. <laughs> if I decide to give it to you. But I would, because that's work. If yeah. I have to put in the actual work to fill in um, certain deliverables, you're going to pay me for those deliverables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And let's talk a bit about brands, mm-hmm. brands and agencies. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times people will shy away mm-hmm. from the topic, you know, just so that you can protect yourself. Why do I, you shy away from the topic? Because you don't want to get blacklisted. Oh, no, I, don't, I would like never take negatively, out. like, about, <laughs>
1: like, I would never see an agency and then say the name, never. <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no, Yeah, that's usually the fear. Yeah. Um, what's a time when a brand stole your idea. Like, you put out a proposal, and they were like, you know what? We like it. Babe, but it turned we into an ad.
1: <laughs> I don't want to say the brand. No. Because I know people have worked with them, and I don't want to, you know. But, yeah. um, and also I know a lot of people are usually like, no, you need to like, put them on blast, blah, 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 blah. But then this industry is very much people talk. And if one person blacklists you, everybody blacklists you. Mm-hmm. So that's why we always have to protect ourselves. But um, yeah, so this brand, they basically were like, hey, would like to do a couple of Instagram posts. Do you have any ideas? Send them over in a proposal. Da, da, da. I sent them, they declined and they just said, it's okay, we have just had to go in a different direction. And I was like, cool, respect. A month later, I saw my proposal on TV and I was just like, wow 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 i'll tell you the brand after (laughs)
0: wow i also have a similar-ish experience Mm -hmm. where i was like huh you know what you can do this meal that you have right here it would look way better if it was like this and that Mm -hmm. and of course it's always oh no budget for whatever you're asking for but we'll think about you yeah and a week later my idea was on the menu and i was like it's, this industry is rough. I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hola, 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 wait. hola. <laughs> yeah. And now still as we are on those lines, what mm-hmm. is the longest time you've ever had to wait for a check?
1: Oh, okay. So here's the thing that a lot of people just don't seem to. First of all, a lot of people don't read their contracts. Uh, yeah. Read your contract. Because <laughs> most contracts actually tell you, you get paid 30 to 45 days after job is done.
0: No no not even with the 30 and, like, oh, like after the like that time now oh, you cuz people will
1: complain where like, they like I finished a job on Monday where's no, my check no, not no, in no, my no, thing, I no, thing no. and, and like, on Tuesday <laughs> and I'm like this said 30 to 45 bytes <laughs> it's next month
0: <laughs> i talk about initially oh, like having even after. to beg for your money you've already um, done the work your kpis are straight your deliverables are straight 7 months 7 months but i understood why uh-huh i'm ve- okay so
1: one of my biggest that I feel like a lot of people usually tend to not do, especially in this industry, is befriend everybody that you work with. Mm -hmm. Um, Befriend the agencies that you work with. Befriend the clients, because you can always speak to them and ask them what is going on. Mm-hmm. And they will always like, if they feel like they're comfortable with you, they will tell you like the genuine, like, Oh, it's actually this and this and this and this. We can even show you, I swear we, we want to, but we can't. Mm-hmm. Cause also a lot of the like, okay. So for mine, the reason why I took seven months is because they had an issue with one agency. Cause mm-hmm. one agency was doing, some shenanigans and stealing money, no so matter what, matter what. Yeah. Then they decide to move to a different agency. So every single time you move from one agency to another, the paperwork of transferring everything is. And I know people will argue like that's not my problem. Yeah, write me my money. But then the issue is if you don't, if the company that hired that agency, the hired agency number one doesn't like they paid them, but then. That money never came to me. They have to figure out where that money went first, which is it's such a long process when yeah. it comes to like figuring out where all the money has been going that, then moving to a different agency, then moving to a different agency. It's, it's a process. So I just they were, they were actually keeping me in track every single like the entire process. So that's why it took so long. Um, but usually the biggest thing that I can tell anybody who's getting into content creation, the money going in and like it, it sometimes it can take long so always be smart with your money yeah so even if the money takes like for even that one i was never stressed out because in my head i knew they were gonna pay me mm-hmm. so i just called that savings
0: because uh. i had
1: like my i already had a financial plan and i already had savings already started so i wasn't struggling yeah but now the issue is i understand when you just first like when you first start off and like now you you're, need that money that now. money is not taking two months mm-hmm. i understand that struggle
0: well, I, I have had to wait like an entire year and Oh yeah, that happens. the lady who was supposed to pay me. Now, you see, even for me, I don't have an issue waiting, yeah. especially if you explain to me what's yeah. happening, you just communicate. Mm-hmm. But she was like, oh, it's not even that much money, you know, like, if it's not that, it much, not that much money, money then, then, run me, pay, then you pay me. Then you give me from your bank yeah. account, then they'll pay you back.
1: Uh-uh, <laughs> no, you can't say that. No, So
0: Ooh. like, have you ever had to take any legal action?
1: no that was no day.
0: yeah and right now how do you protect they're scared of
1: twitter <laughs> <laughs> it's like most companies are very scared of twitter yes. yeah
0: and how do you protect yourself now especially from brands stealing your ideas
1: um most of my brands now i rarely work with one-offs nowadays i work on long-term contracts so they never ask for proposals anymore they're literally mm. just like these are the deliverables we need these many videos blah 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 do you so i never yeah, actually have to send out freedom. Mm-hmm. yeah So that's my biggest thing. As soon as they hire me, I'm just telling you, like, right now we're doing creative freedom. I will send you for approval once the video is done, but I'm not giving you my ideas until after the fact.
0: All right, that's awesome. So now, going through your letter and even our conversation now, everything was very much based on work. Mm -hmm. Your work being, like, the content creation. Mm -hmm. Um, There was not really much on friends, you know, your family, relationship... And I think this is the first letter that has been like that. So is there a reason where, why, you know, your friends, family, maybe relationship and love life did not feature? At this, did 21-year-old Joy just not have issues with? Like most of that I've never, like I've
1: had literally the exact same friends that I've had since I was 20.
0: Yeah, yeah. We've never had
1: beef. <laughs> I've never lost a friend we're the exact same group of people for the over like 13 years
0: mm-hmm.
1: um family we're a very small family so it's just me my mom and my sister we can't beef because yeah. who are we gonna talk to <laughs> you
0: only have each other we only have each <laughs>
1: other um relationship wise i mean it happens but then also i just never usually publicly talk about, talk really about it stuff. yeah, yeah. Like, i mean oh god we've had to struggle <laughs> <laughs> It's are hard but um, yeah I just don't talk about it publicly so, yeah. yeah that's for when your friends
0: <laughs> a cocktail sunset vibes. maybe next time we'll have a cocktail and we might get a story or Babs, two you will never <laughs> you will have to
1: catch me so off guard and like put a mic underneath the seat where I don't even know that they're here
0: that's yeah, the, only way. the only way yeah. okay we respect that mm-hmm. um, so who is the authentic joy see this that yeah behind camera of screen. but that's true cuz we've hung out like yeah, we, I'm we kind went of the same. for a whole trip yeah. and joy who you see on camera yeah that's it's is, the same cuz i feel like it
1: it's really cuz um like in the letter i'd mentioned how uh i was being asked to change my brand yeah. and to change what i'm showing out there but then at the end of the day it's really hard to keep up with such a lifestyle mm-hmm. cuz the specific, like, for that part of the letter, I was there was somebody who literally told me that, like, you're talking about Gekomba mm-hmm. and things like that, it's really washing out your brand. And uh, I'm just like, but I shop there. Yeah. And also, they're going to see me in a matatu. <laughs> Why are we trying to pretend that I'm something that I am not? Because uh-huh. I cannot keep up with that lifestyle. So they're like, no, but if you buy, like, if you get a jacket and it says Burberry, just say it's Burberry. Uh. And I'm like, I said it.
0: But from Gikomba. But Gikomba
1: yeah. it was 30 bob. <laughs> like what am I gonna I can't you can't keep that up for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And actually now that you've brought it up mm-hmm. where someone was saying um you should present your brand as luxury mm-hmm. to you right now, mm-hmm. would you describe your brand as luxury? No. No. I can't. So, cause I can't,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just like can do myself. Yeah. I, if I cannot, cause also even if you present yourself as a luxury brand, that means you're also willing. Do you know how hard it is to sell something that you are not ever willing to buy yourself? Okay. Let me rephrase
0: this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I, the same argument you're bringing out. Yeah. I had it when I was having this conversation with Wambayre yesterday. Yeah. And is it, do you think it's not luxury? Because we're now just used to it. But if you think about it, yeah, the trips and the life that you're living is not Oh my god <laughs> It's not what the common person is doing every I have single changed.
1: day. <laughs> Actually I didn't even think about that.
0: Is that what you're doing? Like every in my head I'm just day? like, I
1: mean yeah going to yeah, Lalu is such it's a normal, normal like let's just go hang
0: out in like a villa. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. But <gasps> there's someone looking oh, at, my at the end is like, I mean, especially thinking that luxury does not only mean designer. You get it? Because I feel but like I when I feel you like we're
1: just having therapy right now. Like you just <laughs> like you just
0: like. Because then you mention luxury, you think oh someone who's I'm usually thinking
1: like like private
0: jets. Yes. Or like serum. like a, yeah. a night serum that's
1: like thirty k. To me, that's and a Louis luxury. bag and yeah. Gucci,
0: but luxury. And I'm like means over there I'm buying my
1: bag that she in, you know, fashion over. But yeah. then I'm also in a
0: villa. Oh no. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Okay, never mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, how does it feel now to have...
1: I'm real, like I'm, I'm so stuck yeah? on that. I'm real life luxury, like is it different? I don't know, okay, I don't know. <laughs>
0: it's like food for thought.
1: I don't know now. Oh God, my entire life, oh my branding is now, oh I'm done. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: Um, how does it feel to have young girls looking up to you? Do I? You don't? I don't know, like my entire, like even if you go through
1: my insights, it's literally mm. like we're it's 27 to like 45. Women. Really? Women, women who are paying taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones who are all following me. Like I have a very small following of anybody who's younger than younger.
0: 25. Um, I, and you never get like young girls coming. They're like, oh, like, no, young, like especially young. with body positivity but what's stuff. But young though? Maybe, like, younger than you are. Wait, everyone is okay, younger not than not, like, 25. Am. Let's say from, like, 20 to 24. No, rarely. Yeah? Rarely. Interesting. It's usually, like, 25-year-olds. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's That's actually quite interesting. And mm. now, even speaking about the whole body positivity thing, mm-hmm. how did you see yourself and your body while you were in your 20s?
1: Oh, my gosh. Like, do you know when you just, like, think back and you're just like, oh, you were... Fu- I swear, if I woke up and I had the body that I had when I was 22, yeah. and I thought I looked disgusting, I'm just
0: like, girl, you should, uh, you should have enjoyed those days. Yeah, and I've seen those pictures. Actually, you should send us some so that we can roll them on the screen because you were not. I fat. was hot. <laughs> I was so hot. I was like, what
1: happened? Okay, no, what happened? Like, I still think I look hot, and it's, yeah. it wasn't necessarily like I thought I was fat. It was just body dysmorphia like my body to me just did not look good Mm -hmm. because also I feel like a lot of people usually use that term of like I thought I was fat like being fat is not attractive Uh, yeah my thing was never I thought I was overweight or anything like I just didn't like my body how it looked yeah because I'm heavier now but I still think I look hot it's just at that time, like the stretch marks used to bother me. Mm-hmm. If you get like a small little dimple on your bum, you're just like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm disgusting. And I'm just like, ah, he's steady right bibs. like <laughs> <It's> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just when you're younger, you just have body dysmorphia. You just are never comfortable in your skin and you just have to learn how to mm-hmm. get to that level. And, you, and, and it, has, it has to also happen naturally. And it just happens with age. And it's not even necessarily looking back at yourself and being like, oh, you were so hot. It's just my body ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I have it for a long time, hopefully. So might as well just enjoy the ride.
0: And at what point did that start to change?
1: Um, Like from the time I was like 28.
0: 28. Yeah,
1: that's when I started being more comfortable in my skin. Cause even, even before that you would I would wear wear bikinis, but I would Photoshop. Mm. You would never catch me in a bikini in a video, because that you could not Photoshop. Photoshop. Yeah, now I'm just like, you guys, (laughs) hey,
0: (laughs) bikini body. (laughs) Yeah. And what triggered it? What made you realize? Ah,
1: life is short, babes.
0: Yeah. That's it.
1: Like, I literally just woke up one morning and I'm just like, I'm tired, love myself, get you a string bikini, enjoy, Mm -hmm. who cares? Bodies be bodies sometimes, they be bodying. so yeah. (laughs)
0: And you, or do you think it had anything to do with, you know how when you were younger, how everything was always photoshopped and everything? Then the older you got, more and more you people. You understood that
1: like, Yeah, nobody actually looks like what they look like. I think it was actually part exactly. of that. And yeah. you start
0: seeing more and more people who look like what you look like yeah, naturally. Yeah, just normal. Yeah. I
1: feel like actually the biggest person who was, um, what's her name, uh, Simmons, Angela Simmons, mm-hmm. I remember i used to watch her doing her bikini stuff and I used to be like oh my gosh she's so hot yeah and my friends would be like you literally have the exact same body <laughs> and i'm just like no it's like you know and they're like literally yeah, same. it's the same thing and i realized right now like we have the exact same body type but when i look at her i'm just like god And I look at myself, I'm just like, I'm disgusting. Yeah. So it's just like, as soon as I started seeing myself in people and actually realizing that I look like that, Mm -hmm. I started realizing, oh, if you think they're beautiful, why don't you view yourself like that?
0: Yeah. Um, What triggered you to shave your head? Oh,
1: I wanted to shave my head for a very long time. Mm -hmm. But then I just, did not have the balls to do it. Mm -hmm. And then I had the Rihanna, the Cassie Rihanna half-shave head. Uh, Yeah. And then I got bored. So one day I was just like, okay. Shave the rest of it. (laughs) I can't grow out half the head. So let's just start from scratch. But also my biggest thing was Um, Especially in the beginning, people kept on confusing me with other people.
0: Mm. Nobody ever signature. Yeah,
1: so I looked so much like other influencers that nobody ever knew who I was. So I was just like, okay, let's just give ourselves a brand new look. Mm -hmm. So when I shaved my head, I did the black hair for about like two weeks, and I was like, let's go bleach. As soon as I went bleach, I was just like, there it is. (laughs) Now people actually were like, oh, Joy, the bald
0: chick with the blonde, blonde, blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. Did it affect your brand in any way, either positively or negatively?
1: It affected my brand in the sense that I had a less following of men. Mm -hmm. But that has never bothered me. (laughs) Like, I love having a high... Like, my following is, like, 70% females, 30% men. Me too. And I love having my girls because I'm also talking to them. Yeah. And usually, even even when you speak to, like, brands themselves, they usually like to work with people who have a high following of women because women buy stuff. They buy. Like, we'll talk about, I got these sneakers from blah, blah, blah. Bye. Someone was
0: going to look for them. But men
1: were we'll like, I bought the sneakers, nice. <laughs> hey, but your bum looks nice, and you just like.
0: <laughs> it was about the sneakers. It was about the sneakers,
1: my guy. Yeah, so yeah.
0: And also, speaking of men, mm-hmm. you shave your head, and a man uh, a with man. audacity, with all of his audacity, brings himself to your DM and Babes. is like, you know what, you should not have done that. Babes. He left his whole ad- audacity
1: in the house, and he's like, let me go out of my way. And he just told me i was disgusting and i look like a mad for shaving your for head shaving my own head and
0: again that goes back to what i was saying what's what's the point you know like what was his the, the hair is gone so should you go and pick up the hair and stick it exactly back and also
1: in? am i your wife
0: am i your <laughs> girlfriend
1: have we ever met uh, yeah, how yeah. does me living my life mm-hmm. affect you well, because it'll affect your timeline imagine unfollow
0: <laughs> and so what do you think because there's also the the notion that mm-hmm. you've put yourself out there mm-hmm. and so because you've done this to yourself now i have a right to comment about it girl like we are essentially doing this to ourselves by mm-hmm. putting us do you agree with that i mean yes and no mm-hmm.
1: i mean i get the aspect of i yes I'm putting myself out so people should be able to have their opinions. Mm-hmm. But also I feel like people just need to have that understanding of your opinions are cool, but also how is telling somebody something negative useful both to you and them? Yeah. Like, what's the point? But yes, I mean, I get it, but it's also stupid. Because yes. also I've never gone out of my way to tell somebody to that they look it. bad. But I don't know, people, people say always like, but because <laughs> you're in the industry, you understand <laughs> how it feels like. And I'm like... No, it's just because I'm a human. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So now as we wind up, biggest lesson between 21 and 33?
1: Biggest lesson between 21 and 33. Uh, uh have a financial plan
0: have a financial plan
1: have a financial plan do you think you figured it out yes now yeah i mean i could be better i mean i wish i figured it out a lot sooner yeah obviously but have a financial plan so know if you are saving what is your plan whatever it is whether it's buying a car buying an apartment you want to invest um learn about all the different options for investments outside of just real estate because everybody's aspect is always go to real estate but then. Talk to your banks. Figure out which bonds are best. Where, like, how can you put your money in a place where that money makes you money?
0: Yeah, yeah. How you ended your letter? Mm -hmm. It literally felt like the portal was closing, like the portal to the (laughs) past. And you have one second. (laughs) Wait, one more thing. Don't get the IUD, Don't do it. Abort. Abort. Um, (laughs) What happened? See, I decided to get a birth control. I eh? yeah. was like, use yes,
1: the IUD. It's fantastic. You can get the non-hormonal one because I've done the pills before. My body just reacts badly to it. So I was like, yeah, great. They apparently put it in wrong. And not even, they put it in slightly wrong, but also my body was rejecting it. Yeah. And every single time I would tell my guy at the time and it was a male. And again, I'm not saying all male gynecologists suck, <laughs> but this one sucked enough to where I'm never seeing another male gynecologist ever again. But anyways, I told him every single time like this does not feel right. He just kept on saying it's normal. It's yeah. normal. Like it's almost that thing where people think that like when girls say that we have cramps, they're just
0: like, "Eh, let's me tell it's you. It's not that bad
1: where you just like <laughs> I have literally vomited from pain. Yeah from a cramp.
0: What? What do you mean? I have said that it's it's the same thing as a heart attack. It's the same pain level as a heart, as attack. A heart attack. I've had a doctor again, a male doctor, went to his office literally dying. And he looks at me and he's like, are you sure it's that bad? Because, you know, this is a normal process. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (sighs) These men are ruining
1: it for other male gynecologists. But, yeah, he basically told me that you're being ridiculous. This is supposed to happen. And I was just like, I know it's supposed to be slightly uncomfortable for the first year. But I'm having every single day I'm having the most painful cramp for at least one minute where I can barely move mm-hmm. every single day. So I finally went to a female, female gynecologist. She looked and she was just like, first of all, like your body is literally trying to shove it outside of itself. Yeah. Like it's trying to push it out, number one. Number two, it's placed in wrong. Number three, of course you're in pain. Like, it's like, what? And she even asked me immediately when I first walked in, she's like, on a scale from one to 10, how bad are these cramps? Because that will tell me if it's, th- if it's normal or bad. And I was just like, easily for one minute, every single day, it's like a good nine. And she's like, what? That's not normal.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then she took it out and she was just like, your man told you what? And I was just <laughs> like,
0: that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. So ladies, if you're sure it's not right, just, Imagine get, just a get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we normally do a time capsule sort of thing, Mm -hmm. whereby on this episode, you wrote a letter to your younger self. Mm -hmm. So now I need you to look at that camera right there Mm -hmm. and give a message to 45-year-old Joy. Okay. And I will hit you up hopefully in 10 years and I'm like, I have a message for you. (laughs) Hey Joy,
1: it's 33-year-old Joy. I hope you're still sunscreening. Um, I really hope that, uh, you're still using, you know, good skincare products. Keep that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I hope you've reached your goals when it comes to your financial plans. You know what they are. I hope you have, I don't like talk about them in public, <laughs> but I hope you've figured that part out and I hope that you stuck to it and you've reached those specific goals cause they're pretty big, but I think that we can, I think that we got this. Also, I think there's a truck. <laughs> Is there a truck on your side? Yeah.
0: Okay, Joy. So thank you so much for coming to the show. Thank you. And braving the cold. actually not I feel like you're being so dramatic. Yes. <laughs> but thank because you for having fire. me. Thank you for coming. And hopefully, I will deliver your message in 10 years. Girl, I'm so ready. <laughs>
1: Actually, that will be so much fun if I actually, if I'm actually able to see when I'm 43,
0: yeah. 45. Ah, oh, that'd be lit. I said, okay, so bye. Bye.